When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Andy Heaton. This is a special press conference extra. I'm joined by Lauren Black and Josh Sexton. And we are actually recording from Melwood, having just sat in on Matt Beard's pre Derby LFC women's press conference before they faced Everton at the weekend. And um, fair to say, he kept his cards pretty close to his chest, Josh. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a fairly stone faced man at the best of times, but he felt like he came with, he came with all, all the stones for all the faces in, in this one. Yeah, keeping the cards close to the chest and that's that's sort of what you want to see in a way isn't it like you, you know Liverpool had a about a great start to the season but you don't want anybody getting carried away it's it's a it's a young squad and you want to sort of keep that mentality I think and and, and keep them grounded and it's good to see that the beardy is, is sticking to stick into those principles yeah Lauren that, that that was the impression I got in so much as he, he kept if he, if he said there were only two games at once he said that about 10 times if trying to you know trying to keep a lead and, and even keel and everything and I'm not let the girls get too excited about the weekend and maybe try and keep the pressure off a little bit. Is that how you read it or? Yeah, I'd say so. I think for for Matt as well, I think obviously the occasion's there, but at the end of the day, it's just another game of football for them. So I don't think they really want to get get too much into each other's heads. But yeah, I think, you know, he's very much a man who keeps his class close to his chest at the best of times anyway. So I think ahead of a, a Merseyside derby, he doesn't really want to give anything away at all, really. The... Um he was asked uh, about the injury situation. They seem to be clearing up for Liverpool. Um, I mean, as good as Liverpool starts being, they've had two league games where they've gone and without a recognised strike, they kept two clean sheets and they've got players coming back. Surely that's, that they, they've, they've got to be looking forward to this team, given last, last season's results. They've got an opportunity here. 100% and that's that's the sort of most exciting part is that you think about the start of the season and they've sort of had to do it, you know, shorthanded in, in a way. Like they go to the Emirates against an Arsenal side, which albeit they've, they've got their own injury issues as well, but it's an Arsenal side who've, you know, a, a, a sort of perennial WSL leaders. They're always in a title race. They've got so much strength in, in that squad and to go there without a recognised striker and, and, and Miri Taylor to, to be getting the goal and, and just the sort of the, the spirit they showed that day I think was, was one of the most important things the Villa game sort of similar in a, in a way but, but the performance almost stepped up an, another level from there and in, in an attacking sense it didn't require quite as much sort of defensive solidity albeit it was good to hear him praising Emma Coivisto's uh, goal line clearance because I think that may, that may go down as one of the moments of the season already given how young the season is but yeah to, to, to sort of particularly to have Sophie Roman how back I think I think we've all wanted to see her, her sort of get her, her early opportunity in a Liverpool career and whether she starts at the, at the weekend or not it would just be exciting to see her as, as part of a Liverpool squad and see her get a Liverpool career underway There was a lot of talk about defensive organisation and we've had new there was mention of new personnel coming out working on shape being at Melwood but as Josh just referenced and seasons are based on, on, on moments uh, we've seen that with the men's team we've seen it in any level of football and that header off the line you know that it could be a, a, a touch point or something that, that, that just the determination not to concede that goal 
and that fires something else up in your teammates just to give that extra, you know, that extra two or three percent. Come on, we've got to hang on to this. I mean, I've not felt, and again, two games in, but I've not felt Liverpool, the the, the, the winners team, have this much. I've not felt so encouraged by them, if that makes sense. Even though it's early doors, like they've got something there, and they can either go on and have a surprise a couple of people over the course of the season. Yeah, definitely. I think you know moments like that to find games. I think if you know Villa getting one back there probably changes the course of of the game going forward. So I think that's obviously a defining moment. But yeah, like you said, just the whole defensive you know, unity that we've seen so far this season is 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 massive because that's been probably our our falling point the last couple of seasons. Is we may be going one 0 up or whatever, but you know making sure you keep that clean sheet is is so defi- decisive and not just you know from uh the def- defender's perspective but from a goalkeeper's perspective as well you know we've had a number of goalkeepers over the years but Rachel Laws has always been that that standalone one who's, who's stuck around for, for ages and you think you know with Tegan Mike coming in is she going to be number one we, we didn't really quite know obviously Laws gets that jersey and obviously has put in two really solid performances but having Tegan there to kind of challenge her helps that as well so I think just overall not just from a uh, defender's perspective but, but from a goalkeeper's perspective you know you couldn't have asked for, for much more from the role. And that was why it was dead interesting to see Tegan sort of starting in, in the Conti Cup game on Wednesday, wasn't it? Because you, you do want to sort of, you do want her to be able to push Laws in and, and listen, Laws' performance already this season. You don't you don't feel like she needs such a big push, but maybe it is just the, the presence of, of Tegan coming in, which has sort of encouraged that a bit. I mean, in that Arsenal game, that's 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 going to go down maybe as one of the best Liverpool women's goalkeeping performances of all time. It was It was genuinely... On that level, some of the saves she she made that day it was it was incredible. So we 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 talk about the defensive facility in particular, the new girls who've come in in, in Grace and Jenna. But you know, Lawsy at the at the back there has been has been a stat all for Liverpool for for a couple of years, and 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 then now sort of doing that in front of a, a few new faces. Yeah, no, she, I agree. She's been in in outstanding form, and I made up for her because she yeah. is one of the old guard, if you will. Yeah, and she will have seen a lot and to take that experience. I I mean, I I don't know whether Matt Bede fancies himself as Michael Arteta with Ryan. <laughs> I'm not sure what you think if you said um, that to him. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I was going to go there, but um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not particularly a big fan of having two number ones. We, we've spoke about this, but there is every chance, you know, new bloods come in and it's pushed around. Maybe I, I, we were talking about something completely different on the win, but new energy. Yeah. Even if you will, you know, being around this place, the new setup. Matt made the point last weekend again in the con- in the press conference today about even like that's refueling and just generally, you know, rehab and one thing the other, and the girls just feeling more like professional athletes and having those facilities you know maybe the, the, even like the old guard feel re-energised by it all it's, it's sometimes just like the smaller sort of, sort of finer margins things isn't it you know one of the things we've loved seeing from, from Jurgen Klopp with the men's team over the past couple of years is him sort of really focusing on those finer margins you know bringing in goalkeeper coaches bringing in people who, who sort of work on the psychology of the team and I think like the more the more the women's team can, can be doing that now they're at Melwood and now they've sort of got the facilities to, to feel like they can they can back that up. Like you say, it will it will energise the players who, who've been here because it's a big step up for them. It's new facilities for them. It's better nutrition for them. But then also, if, if you're a young player in the squad, you know, lucky enough to, to be able to speak to Miri Taylor here the other day and you could sort of, you could almost see it in her, like, you know. You a, could actually, I, I, I don't yeah. that and you could hear it in a voice. That, yeah, because her, her mum's a big Liverpool fan. So so the idea of being able to come here where there's been so many, you know, great Liverpool players in, in the past of, have sort of you know harnessed their, their their game here, if you will, or took their game to to another level here on on the training pitch. You can see how much that means to someone like her, who is one of the sort of younger members of the squad, and, and how much that will mean to 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 the new blood that comes in. Because one of the reasons you do come to Liverpool is is, is for that history. So the fact that this this team now can sort of use that and and, and utilize that going forward is is a massive positive. 
Uh, another positive, I mean, there, there was talk of playing the game at Anfield and there was talk of, you know, was it too much for them last year? And Matt said himself in the press conference, they kind of froze first half. But having started the season at the Emirates in, in front of 55,000 and they've got that under the belt, you know, will that help them going into going into Sunday, maybe dissipate some of those nerves and, and use the, almost use them, them nerves for as positive energy going into it? Because they've already proven they can be one of the best sides in the league away from home. And now they've got Everton at Anfield. Yeah, and I think as well there's kind of a bit of a point to prove this season. I don't feel considering you know the last couple of results there for them inside, and I think yeah, obviously last season wasn't the best performance, but you know going to Goodison, we we kind of made that up a bit. So I think going into this season, start gone by the referee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. also yeah. but I think you know going like you said, mentioning the Emirates. I think the more you know these women teams, not just Liverpool but Arsenal, Chelsea, the more they play at the the men's stadiums, if you will, you know, the more they play there, the more comfortable and more confident they then become, you know, potentially playing there regularly. And it's a bit annoying that we can only do it maybe once a season and it, and it is always the derby, but it's kind of like the stepping stone of being, you know, able to do that a bit more in the future season. So I think the more they can get under the belt there now, the more confident they do become over the, the next couple of years. But is that... You talk about Anfield, but is that like partly down supposed to be, be especially? I mean, people Liverpool as a club talks about family and community and whatever, but you feel, I feel it's more palpable in the women's team. Um, and you know, an extension of that is the Liverpool the people who actually turn up and go to the games. And you say we only get Anfield once a season because the derby, but you're not telling me that if I mean, we've got a world class Tesso pitch there that can take it, you're not telling me that if we turn up for them in enough number, they won't look at it and go, well, hang on a minute. Hmm. We can do that. We can do this more than once a season. So that, that's that's on us. And I think as well, it's not just the attraction of our Liverpool team. If you put on Chelsea versus Liverpool at Anfield, it's the it's the attraction of Sam Kerr. It's the attraction of Millie Bright. All those kind of players, and especially off the back of a World Cup, where people have so much more involved and invested, invested in you know trying to learn more about women's football. There's no better time to do it than seasons after major tournaments, and you've gone from the Euros to the World Cup to the Olympics next year. Like it's literally the the best time to put these kind of games on at Anfield to get more people involved because I love nothing more than going to watch Sam Kerr, but if it's only once a season at Brenton, you know, it's once a season, you're gonna go. So if it's if that's at Anfield, you're gonna get a lot more bums on the seats basically. Well, just just on that, it's a, you talk about accessibility and listen, Brenton Park's been brilliant for the women yeah. and and Tramir yeah. being fantastic for Liverpool. So did this I'm not denigrating them at all, but you buy them at Anfield, you make it more accessible. Yeah. So where with the summer, typically if it was Pretton Park, it'd just be me. But into because but and I might take me doors, but because it's at Anfield, you know, we've got my we've got I know about four or five different girls football teams who go yes. wouldn't normally go. Not just because it's Everton, because it's at Anfield. Yes. And you take the whole family because the way they, they structure the price and then you get them the, the women's game is just sore at the minute. And if you just get these kids in Anfield watching the women's team. I mean, we, John Gibbons made a great point the other day where Teddy's two heroes are Mo Salah and Missy Bo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. These these kids, but are you going to get that if they're permanently just over over there? And again, that that isn't trying to cause an argument. No, no. It's, I think it's a good point because it's 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 where there is a bit of a balance. Like, yeah, it's it's on Liverpool fans to to sort of literally be the bums in seats. It's it's on us to to be sort of buying the tickets for for these games and making sure we're there. 
and supporting the team. It's, it's on the team to sort of, you know, to, to an extent anyway, to be performing well enough to sort of demand a, a, a big crowd and definitely are at the moment. So I hope that, that that is sort of represented on Sunday. But then it's on the club as well to, to you know, put these occasions on. There's, there's been a sort of bit of talk about, oh, if, if, if they can't fill all the stands and that's the reason they don't open all the stands and that kind of thing. Like, it would be quite nice to see at some point there'd be a bit of a better balance that like them front-loading a couple of those ones where they say, well, yeah, we're going to open up the whole stadium. We'll just see how much we can sell because it feels a little bit like that's what Arsenal were able to do with the Emirates. The, the interest was was definitely there from their side, but it felt like Arsenal really sort of bought into that as well and bought into that idea. And that's why you end up seeing 54,000 turnover because it's accessible. 100%. And, you, and you've got to push that. So I, I mentioned that John's lad before. My two boys are made up looking forward to Sunday mm. because it's how it feels. They don't care whether it's the men's team or the women's team. And, the, you know, the, there is a thing there. And I, I'm not comparing apples with oranges, but when it is so hard to get a ticket for the men's game at Anfield, you've got a you've got a unique pushing point there to to push the women the, the women's team. My little lad doesn't give, doesn't give a toss that he, it, it, the, he's, he he can't wait. Just go to watch. He game. can't wait. Well, he's going to watch a game of football yeah. at Anfield. You know how brilliant is that? But that'll stay with him and stay with him and stay with him and stay with him. Yeah. To be fair to the club, the way they price the tickets for the kids, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great and it's encouraging that. I just I just love Sunday. I mean, I'd love it to be a win. I'd love to splash them to bits. Right? <laughs> yes. Second to that, I'd love to be massive success so the you know the, the club can sit down, look at it, and go because I think there is a will there if if yeah. things get bad to it to get more games around field. As you say, that point about the, you know Sankey, Chelsea, the, it, you know thing, the lionesses. I think it's an excellent point. Yeah, yeah and it's especially after a sort of World Cup year, like like you said, Lauren, like the more people are learning about the women's game, one of the reasons that they're learning about it is it's the Lionesses. Like you want to see these sort of great superstars and, and they are like they are becoming superstars across across the game. It's it's not it's not they're not women's superstars anymore. Like someone like Sam Kerr sort yeah, of trans trans yeah exactly. They're they're all transcending both sides of sides of the game. And it's why you, you saw such a strong reaction to, to the situation with Mary Ups in the summer where Nike can't sell in the shirt and stuff like that. Like there's there's a strong reaction for all these things because people now believe that the, that these you know these women superstars should be sort of represented on the world stage. So so to see Liverpool sort of be able to capitalise on that a bit better because as, as Lauren said you know if, if if it was if it was Villa who were coming like I'd love to go and watch Rachel Daly play live because I love watching Rachel Daly play for England and stuff like that so there are all these all these sort of names that you can be bringing and selling it on now that, that go beyond even just the Liverpool team and, and listen they're, they're playing well enough to sell it on just themselves at the moment You made you, you made the point there about Mary Epps and the, the, the goalkeeping kit and I think that's a perfect example but also you mentioned Villa though and Lauren you, you love yourself it's getting that kind of visibility now where these things are getting traction and getting you know getting public attention, there was a thing with the with the, the, the women's kits for the for Aston Villa two years ago. No one would really care. It wouldn't it wouldn't make the this wouldn't make a story. It, it wouldn't make a story. And yet here we are. Where it, it's 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 on the, the the yellow ticker on on Sky Sports News, and people are talking about these things. So why not capitalise? Wow, you know while the game's growing, but rather because I I don't think so. I don't think this is it's anywhere near its peak yet. But much better to get in now yeah. than after the fact. Yeah, and you you talk about Villa, but you're, you've, you you make the point of Man City with the shorts. Um, there's all kinds of different different things that you can speak about with different teams that you can that make headlines because some people might might think it's it's controversial, but it's it's something that needs to be spoken about. And the more people that talk about it, the more traction it gets, and then the more people take notice, and then the more people look at fixture lists and go. Oh, they're playing such and such at the weekends. Do you fancy go? I'm not doing nothing else. Let's go down. I think as well. You know, last season's derby Anfield was quarter past seven kickoff on a Sunday. You know, everyone loves a little chilled Sunday, don't they? So I think quarter past seven on a Sunday when it's wet and cold isn't everyone's cup of tea. Tar four this this year, which is a little bit better, but 
you know, we we majority play our games at two o'clock at Printon. You know, it you've got enough time in the, in the morning to to get there. You've got enough time in the evening to get home. So, yeah, it's just it it's about how they market things as well. I think, and I think a half four kickoff at Anfield on a Sunday is probably kind of the perfect solution for that. You talk about marketing and the general putting one specifically again about Liverpool. When you know when something is happening, when big business get interested, and you talk about women's football and Manchester shorts and and that issue, and then Nike introduced the first boot designed for women. Yeah, this summer. Yeah, this summer. I know because I had to pay for a pair of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for a company as big as that to be paying attention to that, and there is a legitimate reason for, for these boots because they did the studies there where you know I think I think it was something like women of seventy five more similar like to an ACL because the, essentially women wearing men's yeah. Yeah. Men, 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 men's equipment and just lead on to that again with with do, 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 how much attention it's getting and now with with Liverpool do you feel uh, Tom I'm like taken seriously it feels like and again we're on two games Liverpool uh, for the first time maybe in a couple of years taking the women's team very very seriously again yeah, I think the fact that we're sitting in Melwoods after yeah, Musk Beard's press conference is just you know points that out. I think the the main talking point for the women's team over the last couple of seasons has been the training facility. And, you know, we've been to Prenton a couple of Prenton's in um, Prenton, sorry, Tranmere Road, Solar Campus, Solar Campus um, a couple of times over the last couple of seasons, and I think just the accessibility. You know, players were literally coming in for an hour's training and going. You get the sense uh, they were just making the best of it. They were just yeah, go, yeah. they were just going to training and then basically leaving as as quickly as he possibly could because that's not a base for them. Whereas they've come in they come into Melbourne in the morning, they have the breakfast, they they can sit and chat with each other, they go out to train and they're enjoying themselves and it's just a, a switching men- mentality for the team, but it's also it gives the, the club a better look as well. You know, the the fact that it's it's at Melwood, they've they've given this facility to the women's team that has been involved with Liverpool for for so many years. So the fact that they've took the time and the money and the effort to put it into the women's squad. It's it's paying off on the pitch already. So, you know, it's it's a win win basically at the minute. And you're not telling me, Josh, that you know, that the Liverpool squad aren't looking at this facility here and the start that they've had and they look at like the Arsenal, Man City, Manchester United. I mean we can talk budgets all you want, but they must be they must be looking at them going, hang on a minute. Yeah. If they can do all that, why can't we have yeah. Why can't we have a slice of that? And uh, one of the questions that got asked in the press conference there was about the, the sort of teams who, who were almost, as I said about Arsenal before, like the perennial leaders in the WSL. It felt like there, there was becoming a, a pretty, you know, established top four or, or, or top five, if you will, and it was everybody else scrapping out. And Liverpool were were classed as, as, as in the everybody else scrapping out. And that one of the reasons that, you know, the Arsenals and the, and the, and the Chelsea's of the WSL are not sort of phased by those big occasions is because they're playing in, in more of those big occasions, but also they've got the facilities to, to back all of that up. And that's why you did want to see Liverpool sort of making bigger moves and making more sort of tangible progress in that sense and as Lauren said it's why it's, it's why it is so great to sort of be sat here it's great to see that the women have that base now because if, if we're talking about them potentially being phased by the occasion of, of, of playing at Anfield against Everton in, in front of you know how, however many it ends up being we're hoping it'll be sort of somewhere around the number that it was last season 27,000 then they're, they're going to be less and less faced by that occasion but for, for one if they're doing it more but also if they've got the facilities on, on the training pitch and all those things to, to back that up because they're going to start feeling like they are a serious football team who, who's sort of demanding of that stage and not feeling like it's you know almost a case of, of, of imposter syndrome which is just ne- it should never feel like that for them Moving ahead to um, the game on Sunday Matt was um, at pains to point out that he'd, he'd watched Everton and he think he thought they were unlucky a couple of times and 
in the results so far. Um, I mean, walk me through Sunday. I mean, it's a massive opportunity for Liverpool, surely. It is. It's, it's a massive opportunity. I think, as well, off the last defeat midweek, it's kind of like uh, putting something right again. But to go three out of three, if you open three WSL games against Arsenal, Villa and Everton, you can't really ask for, for much more. But it's like he said, form kind of goes out the window. Um you know, Everton over the last couple of seasons have been a bit up and down. You know, they could have got relegated themselves at one point, managed to stay up, and then, you know, end up finishing quite high up the table this season after. So, w- women's football is very, very different season to season. Um, but you know, players can players' careers and women's football can be very short as well. So, just capitalising on such a massive moment of uh, Miss Sides Arby Anfield is, is, you know, is going to be a, a big thing for them. I just see the game going. I'm going to put you on the spot in. Do you know what? I'm, I'm quietly confident, but I'm always quietly confident when it comes to derbies. The, you know, obviously didn't work last season, but I think just watching an overall team performance from Liverpool so far this season rather than individual performances has been has been key. You know, last season we relied so much on Katie Stengel to get you those goals. Um, this season you've got a couple of players that you can choose from, but, but like I said, two, two clean sheets doesn't lie. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping it's a it's a two or a three nil. That would be that would be nice. There's there's almost a bit of a flipping of of, of the way it was at, at Goodison last season, wasn't it? Where Liverpool Liverpool were almost you know Liverpool couldn't score a lot of goals last season, and and now Everton are coming into this having having you know not scored this season. Yeah. They're, they're they're struggling for goals. Their their star striker this and the summer is at Piemonte. I don't know how you pronounce that, but yeah. I think it's I think I think I'm close there. Uh, she is out for this one as well. So so suddenly you're looking at it and thinking, well, Liverpool are the team who are in some sort of attacking form. They're the team who've brought in these new defenders that have a, have a whole new sort of defensive solidity at the back and Everton are coming as the team who who struggled to score goals so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that form doesn't go out the window in, in, in that sense I'm hoping I'm not sort of cursing it by saying that but you, you, you sort of have to be confident in that sense because it feels like stylistically that the, the two are matched up for Liverpool to, to be able to take the game to Everton a bit and, and that, what better way to market the team than, than that would be I'm and uh, once both these are massive opportunities to, for the women to start what could potentially be a double league <laughs> Victory over, over over Everton, uh, men and women, over really the space of the next four nights. I really hope so, yeah, because that would just be huge, wouldn't it? Uh, Lauren, you've already given me your score, score prediction. Josh, where are you going? I'm going to go with a confident, consummate Liverpool performance. I'll, I'll, I'll go clean sheet? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go 2-0, two, two another lousy clean sheet. We'll take that, wouldn't we? Brilliant. That's been Press Conference Express. Thank you to Lauren. Thank you to Josh. Uh, now we've got an insert from Football Prizes. Cheers. Nice one. It's John Gibbons with a quick read through Ketsy of Football Prizes. And Football Prizes are partnering with us again at the moment. So we appreciate it. And Hope Warrior won that amazing prize uh, last week. I know it sold out and a few people won the instant win prizes. But if anyone did win the big one, do let me know because I am always made up to hear that one of the Ampere Rap people uh, won the fantastic prizes but on to this week that's gone uh, there is a new one it's another belter it is uh, the main prize anyway is a Jürgen Klopp signed and custom LED framed Liverpool shirt with inbuilt TV and there's also an extra 13 instant win prizes as well so the main prize is uh, it's the shirt from the 2021 season it is signed by Jürgen Klopp and yeah, it's custom framed featuring fully custom LED lights and an inbuilt TV showing highlights from the season. So you've got the Liverpool shirt 2023, you've got Klopp one on the back, it is signed, and then you've got 
this lovely frame all around it with a TV showing highlights from the fantastic season. It's a brilliant prize. As I say, they put stuff together that I've never really seen before anywhere else. And it'll look fantastic on your wall at home, I'm sure. As I mentioned, there is also an extra 13 instant win prizes, including signed memorabilia from Tiago and Sadio Mane. The competition ends... Monday the 16th of October at 7.30 and then the live draw is an hour later, uh, Monday the 16th of October again at 8.30. The tickets are just £3.95 and they only allow 399 and in fact I'm looking at this at the time of recording there are only 154 available so you need to be quick, it's going to sell out again so get yourself to the website, it is footballprizes.co.uk forward slash product forward slash clop hyphen tv hyphen two. I always struggle with that, but I think I did all right there. Footballprizes.co.uk forward slash product forward slash clop hyphen TV hyphen two. Uh, get yourself over there. I Like I say, there is only 154 tickets available. They only make uh, 399 available. And there's 14 prizes in total. I've done the right maths there. 13 plus one, <laughs> 14 prizes to win. So you've got a bit better chance than at the uh, Village Tombola with that one. And certainly uh, better better prizes uh, no bars of soap or cheap undrinkable wine here uh, all fantastic stuff on football prizes so good luck let us know if you win and thanks a lot to football prizes for partnering with us again sports social podcast network